is taken from John chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is the word of the Lord. Throughout our life, we will encounter numerous problems and challenges. Whether they are small or big, we will encounter them. Throughout our life, whether we like it or not, we will experience hardship from those problems and challenges. There is no one who does not have a problem. That is the reality of our life. When I visited members' house and listened to their stories, it seems to me that almost every household has its own problems and issues and prayer topics. Health issues or financial issues, problems in the relationship with their in-laws or children, and so on. When my kids were little, We used to have smaller problems. I know so many times we went to a sick kid's emergency room because of their health is not that strong yet, you know. Little cold, went into pneumonia and then asthmatic symptoms and all that. But when my kids are big now, we have different kinds of problems to deal with. I shouldn't, you know, share with you at this moment, but... uh, (laughs) different kinds of problems. And the people in the Bible, they have the same issues. I love the Bible because of that. Bible does not pretend. Bible includes the stories of human, the people as truly human as possible. Jacob, from Genesis, talked about his life before the Pharaoh of Egypt in this way. And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are 130, 
My ears have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the ears of the pilgrimage of my fathers. We can see Jacob. Jacob saw his life as a journey, right? Pilgrimage. And that pilgrimage journey as difficult, not an easy one. As some of you may know, many members of KSM, KSM means Korean-speaking congregation ministry. KSM came from North Korea, north side of Korean Peninsula, many of them. Especially during the Korean War in 1950s, I know there are few from our church who were actually on the last boat that left the harbor of Hungnam, North Korea. The boat carried about 14,000 civilians who left the harbor on Christmas Eve, 1950. You know that people made a movie about the lives of those evacuees. The movie is called Ode to My Father or International Market, 국제시장. As they took their lives as sojourners, some of them even came to Canada and settled in. And some of you may know directly who that person is. It will not be an exaggeration that life is full of problems and challenges. But what makes the real difference in life is not in the size of the problems, whether it is big or small, but how we would handle that problem. The quality of our life will depend on how we would deal with the problems in life. People respond to the problems differently. Why not, eh? Some will fall into fear when even a tiny problem occurs to them. They become paralyzed. Totally understandable. And some will fall into a temptation of blaming others as if they are not responsible for the problems. Since Lily is not here, Lily always blames me. <laughs> That's your problem. Oops, it's, it's been recorded. <laughs> Too late, busy justifying themselves. These attitudes and responses will not help the situation but worsen the problems. A psychiatrist, Viktor Frankl, who survived the Auschwitz concentration camp, once said this You cannot control what happens to you, but you can always control how you respond to what happens to you. I love this saying. It was his earnest prayer for survival when so many of his friends, Jew, Jews, were literally slaughtered every day, every moment. It was his cry out to God that he must live, he must continue to live, even in such a devastating situation. We will encounter numerous problems in life, but there are times that there seem no solutions for the problems, just like the life condition in that concentration camp. There seems no hope. 
the problem in today's story may not be so serious, but it could have been so devastating because it would damage the honor of the family who hosted the wedding party. In the context of honor and shame society, not having enough wine could have been worse than the matter of life and death. Yes, the wine ran out during the wedding party. It is something unthinkable happening to you. By the way, we have eight weddings taking place this year alone, and three are done, and five more to go. Do not drink and drive, friends. <laughs> Seriously, Uber or carpool or I think I will drive, but uh, back in Jesus' time, there were not many other amusements or social events available for the people, especially for those who were farmers or peasants. A wedding was the only venue that they could come and relax and enjoy and drink after long hours of field work. And the problem was that at such an important time, the, ran, the wine ran out too early, and it means no fun at all. Sometimes we can solve the problems if we just calm our hearts, take a deep breath, and think through it. Sometimes, not often. There's a Korean proverb saying, even though you have been caught by a tiger, you can survive if you are fully alert. But we all know very well through our experiences that there are times even we think hard, think through it, we cannot solve the problems. So we become helpless. The problem in today's text is the one something like we cannot solve ourselves. The most joyous event in life lacks the wine, and it is beyond their abilities and our ability. We cannot just run to a nearby LCBO and grab more wine. They cannot. But my friends, such a helpless human condition is indeed the factor that release God's compassion. Very strange how our God works. Such a helpless situation that is the factor that releases God's compassion. Thank goodness and thank God that Jesus was in the wedding party that day. Jesus knew the situation and he turned the water into wine and solved the problem that could have been devastating to many. The author of today's text concludes the story in this way. The last verse, Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. Today's story is about the first sign Jesus performed. Being the first sign, it has a significant meaning to it. 
In the Gospel of John, Jesus' miracles are not described as miracles, but sign. And sign means it's symbolizing something else. It points to a truer revelation about Jesus. We are not supposed to see the miracle itself, but see what the miracle tries to reveal to us. Throughout the Gospel of John, John tries to reveal who Jesus was. Unlike the other Gospels, you know, the disciples, Jesus' disciples, they didn't get it until the end. But here, in chapter 2, already Jesus' disciples saw it, tasted it, experienced it. And all those things brought them into faith, and they believed Jesus. From chapter 1, John describes Jesus in this way. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word became flesh, and the rest of the gospel shows us how the grace and how the presence of Jesus tastes like, looks like, smells like, sounds like, and feels like. And in today's text, as Jesus turned the water to wine, it shows us that Jesus knows our needs and he is willing to feel our needs. At the end of John 20, Gospel of John 20, which is considered as the real last chapter of the gospel, John concludes his gospel in this way. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Red color, life in his name. Jesus, the word became flesh, came to the world came to us to give us life. The fact that he turned the water to wine is to give us life abundantly. And it is called the first sign. The word can mean first, but it has another meaning like primary or foundationally first. Jesus wants us to be filled with life than anything else in the world. That's what it means, the first sign. Jesus did not summon us to have a prayer meeting as his first sign. Jesus did not declare fasting as his first sign. But Jesus wants us to be filled with joy and to celebrate life with one another. John says something similar in John 10.10. I came that they may, you may have life and have it abundantly. And when life is overflowing from us, isn't that joy? Life force is overflowing from, from us. Isn't that joy? Isn't that love? Isn't that forgiveness? Isn't that serving and caring? 
when we have this abundant life, we will not lose joy even in a difficult situation. How profound and how abundant the life of Jesus is. I was able to imagine that by calculating how much wine Jesus made by turning the water into wine. The text says there were six stone water jars, right? I did some calculation. One jar, too early, but uh, one jar can hold 20 or 30 gallons. So let's put it 30 gallons, okay? And one gallon is 3.785 liters. And what's, what is the size of the regular wine bottle? 750, yes, correct, Edward. <laughs> so with one gallon, we will have about five bottles of wine, and this means six times, five times, what is that? Six times, 30 times, five times. 900 bottles of wine. God is not stingy. God is not like us. Overflowing. Enjoy it. Have life. Overcome difficulties with that joy. That's, that's the life I want you to live. 900 bottles? 200 guests? How many bottles? <laughs> Abundant grace of Jesus is beyond our imagination. It is crazy. He is crazy. Extravagant. And his wine was the best wine. This is our Jesus, whose wine will never run dry in our life. I was able to have a chance to talk to Reverend Jane Yoon when she was uh, visiting uh, us. And I, as I explained to her what had happened in the past 10 months since she left our church, while I'm, I'm talking to her, I, I was able to realize that with God's grace, I was, the church was, able to come this far. I have encountered unthinkable and unimaginable challenges in and out of the church. But in retrospect, God provided me his grace, the sufficient grace that I was able to go through the challenges. How much I pray to God for help. How often I bring my fear to the feet of Jesus. I cannot do this, God. I cannot do this. Jesus always fills my heart with his life force. The power of resurrection whenever I die to my fear whenever I died to my wrongful desire. I was able to taste his grace, smell his grace, feel his presence here and there in the past few months. Through that journey, my faith has grown and has stronger than before. Sometimes I did not even have the strength to pray to God, but God turned the water to wine.
providing sufficient grace to me. I do not deserve such abundant grace. My friends, I do not know what kind of life challenges, problems you are facing today. But have faith in Jesus, who will turn the water to wine. With his abundant grace, he will turn our sorrow to joy, weakness to strength, even death to life. Look for Jesus in your life, how he will turn the water to wine. The more we taste the grace, the stronger our faith will become. The more we are filled with grace, we will have stronger faith. And because of this gradual maturation or fermentation per se, I don't know, the chemical reaction, we will be able to face life's challenges with different attitude. We will know that we will not be able to deal with the problems alone. But we will also know that there is God who is bigger than this universe and who has compassion for us, will strengthen us with his life force. Jesus is full of mercy and compassion. Because of his, his compassion, even though it wasn't his time, it wasn't his time at all, but he turned the water into wine. Because of his compassion, he will fill our needs and fill our hearts with joy and abundant life. Eventually, Jesus died on the cross, pouring out his blood, all his blood, to give us eternal life. Please have faith in Jesus and go through the challenges of life with life force he's given. When abundant life is overflowing, joy will be overflowing and we will and it will enable us to embrace sorrows and suffering that are from the life challenges. Try not to get rid of sorrows or suffering, but with greater joy, embrace the sorrow and suffering and walk right through them. Whenever you encounter problems, please Pray like this. Oh God, run through your wine in my life so that joy can embrace sorrow and continue to live this life abundantly. May God turn your sorrow to joy as he will fill your needs with his abundant grace. Amen. I would like to invite praise team to sing with us.